what am I doing? Leaving the banner up. Good evening, folks. Welcome to Alien Addicts on a fine and glistering evening. It's going to be a glistering evening tonight because a few, we've had a few like like little changes. I think we're going to still have alien scientists joining us uh, tonight at some point. The invite's out. I know he had band, yeah, he had some band stuff to do, um, but we are going to have some guests on tonight. Um, Red Panda Koala will be joining us very shortly. Uh, but before that, let me bring on my boys, David, my co-host, and my and, sexual and lover. lover. And yeah. I, oh, well, I thought that was oh that. You, you dirty, dirty. He's dirty. younger than you. That's true. Yeah, but I have the experience, right? That's true. <laughs> You want me to move you, don't you, Dave, to this side so I can get the logo? No, 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 because now I'm no. looking at nothing. Now I'm looking at... Okay. Have <laughs> you got that power? Yeah. It, yeah. It, what a wild, wild week. Crazy. <laughs> it's it getting crazier, yeah. It's insane, dude. Well, hey, this is what happens when we don't have any like real big stuff coming up, right? You know, everybody just starts to tear at each other instead of the topic, right? I don't know. It's so unhinged. It's unhinged. We're talking about a grown adult losing it over conspiracy theories and points of view that other people have. Like, like, well, you need to take my evidence. No, you need to take my evidence. I think you're both nuts. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely boys i'm just going to send some stuff out in the background so if you could just uh hold the thought yeah, where are we supposed to hold it I, I i mean it's a different it's a different Talk about kind nipples, of I don't know. what is it with you and nipples man there's better things than nipples right they look like ufos they do that's true you get the little dome on top depending on how big the saucer is right what kind of ufos are you guys looking at there's all kinds of craft, Dave. Haven't you seen? <laughs> There's tons of different crafts so, out there. I, I, I've, so I'll kill time. I'll kill time with a MUFON story. Me and my friends one time for giggles went to these different MUFON meetings that were happening in our area. And uh, it was mostly just to watch crazy people. Uh, when it was fun. It was a good time, right? Like we could just relax and have a good time with it. And there was one guy like leading it. He was a MUFON investigator. It seemed like a pretty normal dude. And we were like, oh, he's okay. And it got heated in the conversation with someone talking about Jesus knocking him off through time traveling microwaves in his bicycle. And <laughs> somehow Lowe's was involved. I don't really remember. Uh, I was laughing too hard. And uh, I couldn't, like, I thought he was just crazy. So I wasn't laughing. And then I realized, like, he's looking around playing the room. And I'm like, oh, you're crazy, but you want attention. Uh, so that's when the laughing started. So I just don't want you to think I'm just laughing at mentally ill people. I don't do that all the time. Sometimes, but uh, anyway, we're talking to the normal guy afterwards who's running the meeting, and he had said something to that effect there, ice cream shots. And he had said, uh, so did you guys check out our book in the back of the room? I was like, what book? He's like, oh, it has the 28 species listed in all the different craft. I was like, excuse me? He's like, yeah, the 28 known extraterrestrial species and the types of crafts they drive and what kind of, you know, where they're from. How do you know that? He's like, oh, we, you know, we've done research. How? He just looked at us blankly like he couldn't believe that we would yet question him. And that was the last move on me to play. <laughs> <laughs> you mean you weren't invited for the after party? 
I, I was I, I was I would never have gone to the after party. Oh no, uh, that's where it would get really interesting. Come on. Uh, drinks would have been flowing, you'd have got some real good stories. There is nothing I would have drank that those people would have offered me. I don't even Maybe care if it came true. in a sealed bottle. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, Heaven's Gate's a little bit of a, a traumatic event. You know, you definitely makes you think twice about drinking around certain things. <laughs> yeah, but they knew what they were getting into. They all wore the same shoes. It's true. You know? If you walk into a room and everyone's wearing the same shoes you are, you already have problems. Yeah. Big ones. Unless you're a basketball team and you're walking to a locker room, right? Then probably everyone's going to wear the same shoes. You're probably all right. Eh, depends on if the weird guy's blow drying his butthole in the mirror or not. <laughs> oh, that's happened with me. This, this all, oh, yeah. when, I, when I used to go to the gym, not anymore, there used to be a guy that used to like kind of stand like this yep. and just blow dry yeah. his knob. Uh, just, just in front of everybody, and I'm like, is, "Is this normal behavior? Maybe it is. Maybe, maybe this is what 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 real men should do." You know? <laughs> Dude, anyone, any man with locker room time, like at like a public gym, has stories of the guy blow drying his junk, or the old men all standing tip to tip in the hallway that you have to squeeze by to go work at. Like what? And then you'll go do your workout and come back. And they're still there, nude. They didn't do anything for the last hour, hour and a half. They've just just been talking naked to each other <laughs> in a hallway. Literally and figuratively just hanging out. Just hanging out, man. <laughs> like, ah. But ah. it's rough, man. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on at those places. Dave, we were speaking on Friday's show about... The, all the drama and everything that's been happening over the last few years. I know, I like that. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> if you ain't got those stories, chances are you that guy. Oh. I he's right, though. He's right. Makes sense. 100% yeah. right. You're right. I've never yeah. thought about that, but you're... Yep. <laughs> also, right. can we just... Can we just be like... The mullet? No, yeah. I, I love the um, Avatar thing. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that's cool. That's cool. Um, we were talking with, with uh, Nick on Friday's show. Uh, and when did it all just go pear-shaped? Because we we were saying it's almost like they meant this to happen for every motherfucker just to turn each other. Do you just think that's coincidence? I, I think this subject attracts people that are mentally unstable at a core. And I'm not saying like, you know, talking to their big toe in an alley. I mean, like they have highs and lows and they go through fits of stability and, and they, you know, there's regression and remission and then they, they can live a life and then they go back. If you watch some of the behavior, the manic behavior, the it, I feel like at, at the same time I'm laughing. Believe me, I'm laughing my ass off at some of the stuff that's just come out. I also have a huge dose of compassion because what I see there, and I'm, I'm not a mental health professional. I don't fucking know. I'm talking out my ass right now, 100%. But it seems to me like there's some unwellness there. And maybe this topic isn't the best for everybody to dive into head first. It's kind of like psychedelics, right? Like mm -hmm. people are like psychedelics are for everyone. It's because you've never seen anyone have a bad time or you've never had a bad experience. They are not for everyone. Definitely not in my opinion for anyone under the age of 30, maybe under the age of 35. Like you just don't 
fuck with it. Um, yeah, that's sadly this topic. I mean, when, when did Rogan talking... start smoking weed, Dave? I mean, he, I think he yeah, said that he was late into his yes, early 30s, like, right? He was a yeah. health nut. He was yeah. a health nut and just not about it. Wasn't and that's, do that's it. weed, you know? I mean, yeah, that's weed. And yeah, man, I, I think that's what's going on. So is it like a conspiracy? They don't, they being the government or whatever bad actors, right? Let's say there is a conspiracy behind it. They don't, they don't have to do anything. You can look at this. You can get an almost perfect psychological profile by someone spending habits. Like credit card companies know you better than you know yourself. You know what I mean? They, the media companies know by what you watch, what you click, what you engage with. They can put together a pretty good profile of who you are. So if I'm the all omnipotent they, and I know who these people are running these channels, I just have to wait. You know, it's why uh, different things I've been involved with in my life. Usually, like the people in the group before you're accepted into the group, like I'm on the team now, or I'm one of the guys. There's a six to one year waiting period because crazy people, six months to a year, somewhere in there, that's when their lids start getting blown. And we can look back over some of these individuals' careers that, that have been on here. And it seems like about every year they have one of these meltdowns where they start going after everyone and everyone's against them and they just start tearing everything. And then there's a calm down and a lull and apologies. And then they're back to the, and then, and then it just starts, you can just wait like clockwork, give it nine more months. The guy's going to lose his, and it's sad, right? It's sad. That's not healthy. That's not, it's not good, but you know, I think that's most of the world to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I see the same thing with ufology. There's definitely people out there that um, it is, it's cyclical. There's <laughs> a very good way to put it. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what I think. I don't, you know, like a planted idea in this community would, I think, be difficult. And I think we've seen it done in more grandiose ways, right? With like Lou Elizondo and different people all telling the same narrative. And then you get uh, Corbell on the narrative and Nap on the narrative. And they're in all the mainstream and the talking points. Whatever the mainstream talking points are, that's what they're trying to push. Any any government control, they wouldn't worry about here. You know, they, I don't think they would. Because we'll never get any traction because they're the gatekeepers, right? Even independent media, how big can it really go? Joe Rogan's one of the biggest podcasts on the planet. You know, Tucker Carlson's the biggest podcast on the or biggest, one of the biggest shows on X, if not the planet. Uh, I know people who don't listen to either of those guys. Plenty of people. Do you not think that like they are spinning the narrative though? Like they 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 want us to believe a certain thing in a certain way. Like the characters that pop up, not the gold juice. No, never touch that. Yeah, I, it does feel that way. But I mean, people are so willing to do that themselves, right? Like, there's no grand manipulation. You don't really need to. Do I think that there's bad actors and government actors involved? And do I think? <laughs> yes. Speaking of bad actors, <laughs> yeah. Well, I said bad actors. Uh, so. You know, yeah, man, I think I think that's absolutely a thing. Uh, I think we've had people on the show. We've had people, Ollie, you and I have talked to that have been on this show where afterwards you're just like, mm, that wasn't wrong all the way around. This was weird. Everything about this was weird. Uh, but you still go with it because it is what it is, and they're going to be on lots of other shows. Um, yeah, man. It, we've been told things after shows, like, We've been told crazy shit after shows. Yes. Now, why couldn't you say that? For the, I didn't want to say that on the show. Why not? 
See, that's that's the thing though. That's part of the tell. Like you're on their team now because they gave you something special. You're on the inside with them. That's interesting. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. that's an absolute manipulation tactic that you would use if you're getting close to someone. If you're getting close to a mark, you would you would do that. It's part of befriending you. You extend a branch of trust, or you give them a secret, or you ask them advice. It puts you on the same thing, and it makes a level of indebtedness that either I trust your opinion, or I've included you in this thing, and now it's an us thing, and we're on board together. So now we're together, and that's the way your mind associates it. It's kind of like what uh, happened with Tom DeLonge. You know, when he started talking to these government people, they said, "Oh, well, you're right. You know, you've put some good things together here." It's you know, kind of just buttering him up, buttering him up, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, they're just blowing him hard. And then his Rogan interview went south. Really bad. He wasn't prepared for that. And uh, they're like, all right, we bet on the wrong horse. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, if that is actually real and we've made fun of it? What, the TR3B clip? Yeah. Oh, God, that clip was horrible. I'd want my money back if that was it's, an action movie. Rogan's clip. That's, that's how you know it's there. real. That's how you, like Elon said, that's so how shit. you know it's real. Because it looks so <laughs> shitty. <laughs> right yeah that's why i don't try to talk about things like terahertz or anything like that because i'll look like a fool tom really he really went for it i'll give him the credit that he went for it but it Dude, was spectacularly bad i'd love to talk to him now oh I've yeah, seen him on other yeah other interviews. he's great on other interviews i don't know what happened with the rogan thing um but I've seen him on other interviews that he was fantastic. He did one with Steve-O that was fantastic. He did one like he called into him and he was in his truck waiting to go surfing. And uh, it was fucking one of the best interviews I've heard that guy do. He just didn't give a shit. And he was just going me that it. one. He yeah, it was one. good. That that should have been the Rogan interview. If that had been the Rogan interview, that whole company would have took, gone a different direction. That was like one of his best I've, I've heard of him. 100%. I think he was nervous. I think even when you're you're a touring musician like that, as famous as he is, playing to 80, 100,000 people, you know, every, every other night, even if you get on Rogan at that point, he knew he had the big moment to push that message. I think he probably was nervous. I think he probably built it up in his head and just failed and fell on his face. I, I think that's a good assessment. I think that's probably a very accurate assessment of what happened. That's probably the truth. I mean, that's the thing is like, it, even in this, this world of people like, man, I want to go on, um, uh, you know, say Joe Rogan. I don't, I'm at best a color commentator on nonsense. Like, I have no <laughs> business on that show. I have nothing. To, and the things I could share that would be interesting would only jeopardize my position in my real life. And that's not worth it. Right. Like do this for piss and giggles. Kind of, um, I do this cause I also get to talk to very interesting people, you know, uh, I get to meet very interesting people with interesting backgrounds and opinions and perspectives. I never would have thought of. doesn't matter if I think they are batshit crazy. Um, I mean, I, how sane are any of us? We're here. <laughs> I, well, no, that's I'm, true. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah. not sane. <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude, we're here. So <clears throat> we're all a little unhinged. It's just, we handle it better. I think, you know, I mean, we try to, right. I mean, I mean, I have my lulls with the the topic itself where I'll just be like, God, you know, F this, dude. I don't want to look into this anymore. We're not going anywhere. This is a waste of time. And, you know, I'll have moments like that. Yeah. I feel like I just came out of a, a two-week lull like that, and then I'm back in again, you know? Something something just clicked, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this this is good again, and I'm going to go ahead and dig into this news, and we're going to find something here. This is, this is fun. Let's keep going. It's weird like that, isn't it? Yeah, there's you think you're out and they pull you back in, right? It's very out. true. 
Like you're out and I'm done. And then Miami happens and you're like, shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm back. Dude, it's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible to be fully in love with this topic all the time. It's just, just no way to do yeah. that. Well, you've even got something really interesting to speak about. People shitting on it. People loving it. Or you've got a dry spot. And then that's when the real fucking dra- drama happens. <laughs> if you got a dry spot, you should be a smoother talker. Yeah. <laughs> True. But like, I mean, this this last couple of weeks in general, like we were saying, we were saying on the Friday show, Matt, that like some of the sh- some of the titles that we've we've pulled out of, out of his ass, like uh, the. Uh, Patient like, 33 and stuff like that. It's just beca- like we're like wanting to revisit older stuff. Like you, you and your channel, terrestrial material, you know, you've said to me, you're stuck for you're stuck for shit. Yeah, for sure. So right now, the the, the most interesting thing that's happening is this this drama. It is, and it pulls you in, man. I, I'm telling you, it ever since I started the channel, dude, it just I've tried to pay a little bit more attention to what was going on with the people around Twitter and stuff like that to get a feel for it. But it does kind of draw you in. Right. And you can, you can feel that, that poison kind of seep into your veins and you're just like, okay, I want to hear this. Okay. Let's get here. I, I still haven't done a bunch of reporting or anything on it like that. I haven't brought a lot over, but um, dude, it's hard. It's hard, man. Especially when we go through these laws. Yeah. I think Moody said something good. Uh, he tends to. There is strangeness no, out there. It's not on my hands. <laughs> there is strangeness out there. Things humans fear and other things we don't understand. And governments, they have somewhat, to steal a word from Corbell, weaponized that and used it against us. I agree. They they use the unknown, you know, and, and yeah, you know, rules of power, right? But I don't know. I, I'm here because I, I'm curious. I believe there's something out there, right? I don't know that I believe in aliens, but something's out there. Something's going on, right? There's just too many mysteries, and and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they are from Zeta Reticula or some of the other crazy stuff we had someone tell us afterwards that was just like, all right, I'm uh, not sleep well tonight. Uh, but well, did you did you notice that how uh, Jake picked up on, and I th- I think that was one of the things that he was weary about. Oh my word! There you are, and here we are. What's we- up, buddy? I- I'm weary now. There's a bet. The better beard is here. I didn't came. Well, Jalen, thank you so much for having me on. What's up? No, thank you. Thank you for gracing us. I thought um, I was having a good beard day till you showed up. I don't, I don't know where I stand <laughs> on this now. I'm fucking regretting no, no, the whole thing. Dave, you can't say shit like that because you know Lou's going to go, oh, look at them licking Keem's asshole. <laughs> Only if there's grape jelly involved. <laughs> you know? Did you guys, I'm, I'm, uh, not, I'm not one of these girls from the corner. I don't just Did put you guys out. happen to watch the stream of me responding to him yesterday? Oh, my God. Oh, of course, yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, like... I laughed so hard, and then halfway through, I stopped, and I felt really bad for Lou. And I feel like maybe this topic isn't good for him. Maybe he's having some mental health issue. I, I don't know. But did I laugh? Holy shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I'm not sure if your audience knows the backstory here, but this guy, um, Lou Reviews, absolutely loves Skyfire News, loves everything we're doing uses us as a reference which is 
I mean, that's the whole point. You know, we're putting yeah. out the the breaking news stuff for the community to use to then talk about on their show and whatnot. Um, and then like a flip of a switch, he starts attacking us. You're alt right. You're this. You're that. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Bad faith after bad faith after bad faith. <laughs> I'm like, I got to respond to this. So. Um, my girlfriend had a couple of her friends over. I'm supposed to be partying and drinking, having the time of my life last night. I'm like, fuck that. We're responding to Lou reviews. Um, so yeah, I could tell it was personal. <laughs> it came across, but the thing is, as someone myself who's started a business, sold one, failed at other times, and he's coming for your business. I was like, this is it. I totally, I totally understood that aspect of it that he's talking he's using it one minute and then talking shit about it the next yeah i like, wish yeah. it was uh, like criticism i love criticism right it's gonna help me make like a better product correct but it's just nonsense it's horse shit <laughs> like uh the guy accused me of uh promoting revenge porn no i didn't based on nothing um you know what else did he do god he, he did a lot and said a lot um we, we covered the story of, I'm sure your audience knows about the big w Wikipedia drama, right? Well, now yeah. there's a petition out there. So Skyfire News covers that this petition exists. He then quote retweets that and goes, they've quickly turned from news to Activision. Bro, it's not our petition. We're not campaigning for the fucking petition. Like, it's just so much nonsense came from this guy in the span of a week. I was like, I have to shut this down. You did. <laughs> Congratulations. Mission accomplished. <laughs> you went pretty hard in the paint, Keem. Yeah. I don't know how much harder you could have went, to be honest. Um. Keem, I've seen you be before because I'm, I'm into gaming and stuff. So I've, I, 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 I'm well aware of you. I'm sure a lot of people are. But... I'm confused with the, the whole UFO thing. Have you, are you in, are you, have you always been into this? You always been secretly a UFO nerd. So yes and no, not to the level of UFO Twitter. Like these guys are experts compared to me. All right. So not on that level, but, um, when I was roughly around 10 years old and I don't, I don't remember the exact age I was on the, the way to school and I was looking out the window of the school bus and there's a field and then there's a patch of trees and then there's an open field. This was a sunny day not a cloud in the sky. Um, when I was in the open field, I started going into like a meditation state or something like a trance. <laughs> By the time I got to the patch of trees, something was talking to me like, you're going to see a UFO. It's going to be in the sky. It's going to be right there. You're lucky. You're chosen type stuff. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it was like, this was a privilege type feeling that I was getting uh, or communication that was coming through. I get to the open field and sure enough, there's like a silver egg, like, you know, uh, elongated, right? In the sky, the sun is literally reflecting off this thing. And I just don't say a thing. And I feel so blessed and so lucky. And I don't grab any student and say, hey, look, 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 look. I don't do any of that. Yeah. It's not until we're about like five minutes <laughs> from the school where I start freaking out. But at that time, like there's, it's too late. I can't yeah. tell anyone. Right. Cause I look like a, a crazy person. Yeah. And when you're that young, you just believe that like a magic exists. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's like one of those things that wasn't really life changing <laughs> through my whole life until, um, I got a little bit older and started watching a bunch of documentaries and, you know, so 
I've been into this topic uh, in the sense where I watch a lot of YouTube content on UFOs, right? A mm -hmm. ton. Like every single night I put on something about some story, you know, uh, the stories of them shutting down our nukes or whatnot, um, you know, all the major ones. Um, so that's where it was interesting to me. Then the creator of uh, Skinwalker Ranch, TJ, he's like my neighbor. And there's... I live in Buffalo, New York, by the way. Mm -hmm. And there's like three main people that are in the entertainment business in Buffalo, New York. It's me, it's TJ, and it's my manager, John Nelson. So the three of us like linked up, you know, hung out a couple times, became friends. Um, you know, he would let me see Skinwalker Ranch before it actually, you know, went on the went on the airwaves and stuff. Um, showed me like a supercut of what was coming out in the next episode. And, uh, of course we follow each other on Twitter and TJ's in one of these spaces and it pops up and I'm like, Oh, I wonder what this is about. I go in there and there's this guy, Sean, who has UFOs, like literally stalking him every time he goes out, like, you know, UFOs are coming to him mm -hmm. and he's filming them and he's putting the videos out like 50 videos on his timeline over the last like two weeks. I'm like, what the fuck? And then you have all these people camming up saying the craziest stuff ever and then fighting with each other. So now I'm like really intrigued. So I didn't know that UFO Twitter was a thing. I thought it was like some very, you know, small niche thing. I didn't realize yeah. it was as big as it was. So once I discovered UFO Twitter, now I'm starting to like look at pages and like see what everyone's saying. And what I found out right off the bat is that everybody's in little groups, right? There's the believers and then the, the friend groups, the skeptics, the I'm going to do FOIA requests and uh, debunkers and, you know, the aliens are angels. Like there's all these little groups and they're all fighting with each other nonstop. And I'm like, OK, where is the central news source like Dromler or Happy Punch, the other businesses that I've made? That's just going to give me that breaking news on a, on a, on a daily basis with what's happening. What's the main thing that people are talking about in this UFO Twitter community? It didn't exist. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to create it. So that's where Skyfire news came from. Makes Someone sense. needs to do something like that. I mean, yeah. cause you report on both, en both ends of the field, you know, yeah. you, it, 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 whether it's debunking something or whether it's what the fuck's this. Absolutely. And, and Skyfire News doesn't make any claims. We report that this person made this claim, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, it's like compartmentalization is an issue with this topic. And then all of a sudden the UFO community compartmentalizes ourselves. How is it going to work here if it doesn't work there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to be fair, we have a lot of crazy people out here. It's <laughs> genuinely who we deal with. Uh, even in our stream right now, we have plenty of them in the chat. Uh, it's the topic attracts the fringe, but it's also fun. The fringe is fun. Um, yeah. and I think it's needed. I, I like the Skyfire news. I think that's exactly we've been, what needed. We've been attacked by everyone, <laughs> believers, debunkers, <laughs> like literally everyone. I've been watching it in real time. Yeah. <laughs> Are you aware of, of what happened with 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 uh, Lou reviews that with the whole UCR thing? Uh, with Lou Elizondo. Yeah. So we had him. We had him on when he was Lou CR. Uh, okay. When it, when it was U Lucia, Lucia, uh, and um, that was when um, Alessandro asked his co-host, uh, "What do you think of 
and welcome Ashton, my lad. Hey, there he is. Hey. What hey, do how's it going, guys? Awesome, mate. Awesome. You're looking well. Nice shirt. As always. I like the hoodie. <laughs> Appreciate you. Yeah, no, I figured I'd jump in here for a few minutes. Uh, I've got to jump to another podcast. It's been a it's a long podcast day today, but I want to thank you guys for you know supporting me and 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 putting your neck out there in terms of this community that can be pretty toxic and attack people. So I felt like I'd come do a quick appearance and just you know thank you guys. And I watched uh, most of your um, interview with uh, Jake, which was really good as well. So thanks. Um, you know, good job. Thank you, mate. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, Keem. So he, Lou turned around to uh, one of his co-hosts and basically called his mum a whore. And that's when it all kind of went pear shape and, yeah. it, and it fell to pieces. I don't know behind the scenes, but for some reason, he like ran off with his tail between his legs. He nuked the entire platform and he had a good yes. platform. Yes, he did. That platform at the time, UCR was like, going to be the upcoming big ufo show it was he huge, was having man, yeah. every motherfucker on there yeah and he nuked it and now i think he's just bitter i yeah. i don't know where it's coming from i know a lot of people are mad that um like I, i'm friends with ashton like they hate that right even though we don't agree right <laughs> i i lean towards these videos are probably fake and ashton <laughs> probably hates every time i say that right but it doesn't mean I have to hate the individual. It doesn't mean that, you know, I have to be like, oh, you're banned from my platform. It's like that's that's not how you, um, you know, create a good service for the audience. How you create a good service for the audience is you get people with opposing views and have their ideas battle themselves out. Right. So so we can all form our own opinion. Um and they don't get that. They're still stuck in some weird like cancel culture like, oh, that guy's bad and I don't agree with him. So you shouldn't platform him. I'm like, I don't know what world you're talking about, but this is 2024. You're talking about like 2020, 2021. Like that, that's a different time frame of this cancel culture woke stuff like that doesn't exist anymore in the real world. Yeah, it, it drives me crazy when people are, how dare you give them your platform? How dare you talk to this person? How dare you entertain any other idea that I do not approve of? Who the fuck are you? You're you're just a rando on the internet. Let everybody gets to talk, man. It's okay. Relax. Yeah. It's insane, man. It's insane. I didn't even notice this Keemstar was in here. Man, oh, man, he's got 2.6 million followers, guys. Oh, God, I got to mention that every few seconds. <laughs> Kima, you got to be honest and tell him that you, you believe the videos are real. That the, yeah, of course, that's why we're friends, right? No, I, was, Ashton, I can't be friends with anyone who doesn't think the videos are real, obviously. Ashton, we have evidence of you admitting you faked everything. All right? I know, you, you can tell that out anytime you We clipped it <laughs> and shared it, so... Uh, that was funny because even Lou reviews fell for that too, right? Which like goes to show like <laughs> these guys want the stuff to like they want it to be fake so bad. They want Keem to like actually be like best friends with me and platforming me and and thinking the videos are real. They're so desperate for it, man. Um, I, I this might be an exclusive for this show because I have yet to ask Ashton this question, but I really really want to know when you did the stream showing the Joe Rogan tweets. Did you alter them? So no. they would bite on them and think that they were fake. Did you? No, but that would be up? like a huge big brain move, like the five D <laughs> move, right? It would be like, I think I like accidentally like put a lot a line in there too because I was trying to screenshot them on my phone. So I think the black line they saw was like where my thumb like accidentally went over the screen or something. 
But when you pointed that out, I'm sitting there going, oh, Jesus, what? I'm like, why is there no like logo on there? Because I knew I didn't fake any of the pictures, but like, honestly, that's the good move. Because these people are like talking about, oh, cons they're a conspiracy theorist. And then like they're developing all these like ways to rationalize like whatever they need to believe to be true. Right. But no, I, that was just I don't even know why it was on there. Not there to this day, actually. So to help the audience a little bit here, um, you know, Ashton said that he was invited on Joe Rogan, but then Joe Rogan changed his mind. Um, everyone says he's lying so i reach out to him privately i'm like can you show me the dms just so i know because he didn't want to mm -hmm. make it public so i know it's real so that i do a space later that night and i back ashton up i'm like these are real i've seen the dms then ashton does a stream and the dms look fake as fuck. they they're like <laughs> there's a there's a verified thing that's not there that should be there there's like paint drawings on them like it, it's like so then I wake up the next morning, I call Red and Tuba, uh, who work at Skyfire News. I'm like, uh, we need to cover that there's some discrepancies with Ashton's DMs. <laughs> Otherwise, like, it, it makes us look bad, right? Mm -hmm. So we cover it, and sure enough, I went through Red Band. One of the main people um, calling out Ashton Forbes uh, also had a contact to Joe Rogan, and we confirmed they were 100% real. And all the people attacking Ashton took a giant L, but it just seemed like you set them up for that L. I mean, I did say, like, I'm just going to give these people enough rope to hang themselves. So I could see from your perspective where I could have potentially set that up. But but no, I, like, I was even, I almost never even mentioned the Joe Rogan thing. Like, that would have been the, you know, politically correct thing or PR move would be not to even bring it up, right? Because that bridge is definitely burned now. But I, I couldn't believe how much it became a thing, right? Where like people are are doubting it. I'm sitting here going, but like I could just prove it is real at any moment, right? Like, but they still are going all in on it. And I'm like, okay, go all in on it if you want, right? Um, but I don't know. Maybe when teleportation gets proven to be real, then I can go back on Joe Rogan. <laughs> That's something. <laughs> do, do, you, do you not find though? Like I know you said you don't. You you believe that. The, the, the research Ashton is looking at is 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 possibly fake. One thing that I find so interesting about quite a few of these, like you look at the skinny bobs of this world, and it's it it's it looks like it looks like CGI that's mixed with a puppet or whatever. I'm not I don't know if you're aware of that one, but with with Ashton's and Skinny Bob, what intrigues me about those is nobody knows who did it. And I know somebody's apparently come forward, Ashton, saying they, that they, they're responsible for it. Prove it. Prove it. What intrigues me is, who's if the fake, who's making them and why are they making them? Because that being thrown into the UFO community, I think, is it's, it's by design. Some be, I, I think these people at some point, because you know, when we're only human and we like to be in the limelight. If we've done something that's impressive like that, at some point you're going to come forward and say, that was me making that shit. And these people don't. And there's quite a few examples of that where, where stuff goes out that's a UFO and it looks far too good to be true, but no motherfucker comes forward. If you, Back to the Skinny Bob stuff. There's, there's a guy called Ivan0135. He has a YouTube channel that's got millions and millions of views on there. And it's got, I think, five videos on there. Either died or <laughs> somebody, somebody's responsible for that that is not one of us. Well, if I can I, jump in, I can set Keemstar up for this too because 
on one aspect, like I've come to, I have a strong belief that there, there are accounts out there that they call like the faking hoaxer, but there's no real person behind them. Cause if you just imagine you upload this video to a CGI account, now everybody's got this plausible deniability. And then to go to Keemstar and some of the, let's say, disagreements I had with, say, some skeptics that were in some of our group chats, like I tried to have them rise to a higher level standard, which is, okay, if this is fake, find the person who did it. Not just the MH370 videos, but with anything, right? Like do actual investigative research to figure out, okay, who is the person that made it? When did they make it? Why did they make it? You know, on any of this stuff, right? Because then that's like news that, you know, Skyfire can report on and other people can report on. It's not just speculative. Um, I lean towards fake because it's just, it, I mean, what is more likely them being fake or orbs are flying around a plane and making it disappear. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's (laughs) extraordinary. Right. That's why I lean that way. Um, and I know that whatever you bring up to Ashton, he's got a counterpoint. Um, but this one's a little strange to, to answer, uh, your question, Ali, um, because it would be hard to come forth saying I created those videos because you're immediately getting backlash, right? Uh, 300 people lost their lives. Um, and you're over there making like, uh, you know, fake videos that the the plane disappeared. I, I don't think someone would want that type of press. So if I could push back on that, I mean, there's literally somebody out there who's putting their name on it, claiming that they made the videos, which I'm sure 100% they're a liar. Um, but you know, they're not getting any backlash. Nobody's saying, Oh, you're a terrible person for doing it. Right. That's so that's the part too, where I like that's speculative. Like, yeah, I can see that angle, but you know, there's this person doing that, saying that. And then the problem is like their arguments break down right away. where like, they claim, Oh, well, I just made up the color look of the drone. Right. But then we, since they made that claim months ago, we've already proven that that blue and, and, and thermal color is actually like the original color. And then supposedly the black and white is like a different variant that they put on on some of those FLIR footages. So a lot of these claims break down right away. But again, to your point, like I just don't I don't see that backlash. I think a lot of people go, oh, thanks for proving this hoax to be fake right now. The world can move on from it. I don't know. I, I think the only way we can get to the bottom is if we bring Lou on. We should send all you still got his email. Send him an invite. <laughs> Because I know Keem was working out a potential uh, one-on-one tete-a-tete, and I know it was getting pushed off, but we're here now. We know yeah. we know he's up and watching. Listen, listen to this um, for your audience and you guys. Um, listen to this backstory here. So I do the stream last night on the Keemster Show, which is a completely dead channel that hasn't been used in over a year. Um, go through, respond to Lou, um, flatten out all his arguments, prove that he's acting in bad faith and just flat-out lying. Mm-hmm. Um, then he wants to do a debate. So I'm talking to Cambian, uh, in yeah. DMS and he wants to host the debate and I'm like, sure, I'm down. Let's do it right now and, or tomorrow. Right. Um, he goes to Lou, Lou goes, uh, I can't do it for seven days. What the fuck? That's so unreasonable. Seven days. I have to put off a debate with Lou reviews. And so I tell Cambian in the DMS, I'm like, the only reason why he wants seven days is because he doesn't want to defend the things he said. What he wants to do is go back through all my controversies, all my scandals through 15 years online, which all influencers have, right? Mine are pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Um, and he wants to bring up, you know, all these different scandals that I've had throughout my career to paint me as a bad person instead of defending the things that he said. Mm-hmm. So, so Cambian responds, he's like, yeah, seven days is unreasonable. Sure enough, 
Lou puts out a tweet last night. Uh, right after I told Cambian, I fucking called it. He goes, I want enough time to look into your background, bro. What, what is th this is a debate about the things and the allegations that you said about Skyfire. Like that, that's what this is about. I, I was totally aware. That's why I bring that up. <laughs> he wants to look into your background because he wants to be able to yes. hit you with racist drug addict uh Homophobe. alcoholic uh yeah. woman beater <laughs> anything that you can find out yeah. about about you to hit as below the belt as yeah. possible they were going yeah. for a modern star for dating a, a dating a woman that's 15 years younger than i'm going bravo bravo <laughs> like is that really a, is that a diss i mean jesus that's an accomplishment get what you can get my man yeah yeah he wants to hit everyone with well skyfire news is 100 percent biased because he called Alex the N word back in 2009. Like, the, these are the arguments that Lou Review wants to make, you know? The 2009 argument, which is always the sign of a winning debate strategy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's on Guilt top. by association and character, personal attacks, right? As opposed to yeah. attacking the argument. Like, it's just, it's so, it's so lazy. It's just Listen, up. Modern Warfare 2 was some wild times, gentlemen. It was yes. wild times. Yes, yes, it was. Well, the best is you got Lou doing the same thing, right? He's oh, he's like, oh, I, yeah, I was saying some gamer words, but I was, uh, it was being produced by Will Ferrell back in 2013, so it's it's totally okay. Like, did, dude, did he, he write that? Thing, any, never okay. Ashton, does anybody know? Did he write that? I seen what you posted, Kim, of the yeah. little gamer clip that he had. I know he mm -hmm. mentioned that he had written for Funny or Die before. Did he write that skit? Does anybody know? I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, him. I if I did know. If like if I could answer that off the top of my head, I would be some more like I need reflection time on myself and what am I doing with my life? <laughs> because the fact is I'm already in the UFO world online. And if I can quote this guy's IDBM, uh, I don't know if I need Jesus or a cup of coffee, but I sure as hell need an intervention. So, yeah. Yeah. But one thing I want to say, though, is, man, I just the fact that we're having these conversations is kind of fun. Like, I think that there's so much turmoil and BS in this UFO community and so much gaslighting and like just personal attacks on all sides. And I've been kind of in the middle of it. Keemstar's definitely been in the middle of it. Right. And that's where I think he and I can kind of connect on it. But I think it's doing some good to the UFO community. I've started to see some of the people start coming around now and start being like realizing that I'm a normal person. And overall, I think that, yes, there's these growing pains regarding it anytime. Like, you know, when you were in high school and the new person, new kid comes into town, it's like, who are they going to hang out with? Which groups are they going to be with? Right. But at the end of the day, then the kind of things meld a little bit, mesh, chill out a little bit. And we can actually maybe have some productive discussions. Yeah, I've been getting more and more support, even though like on the surface level, it seems like the opposite, right? Because mm -hmm. I'm fighting with a new person. There, there was this guy, Tony. Um, Ashton, what's the, Tony's name? His like YouTuber name or whatever you, you went on a show. Artisan Tony? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He People I find me, interesting podcast, yeah. He, he came at me today and he goes, this is my one and only tweet about Keemstar. I feel like, you know, He's coming in to corrupt this community like he does in all the other communities. And I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like any drama that I've been in, I've been on the defense. Somebody made some fucking wild claim and I'm going to prove them wrong. It's literally that simple. Um, and uh, just like you're making this wild claim right now that I corrupt communities. Like, what are you referring to? He deleted the tweets. All right. He took it back. And now I'm going on this guy's show. So. You know, people are starting to wake up. You can't just spew nonsense. We don't live in that time yes. frame where uh, you're not held accountable for the things that you say. 
I mean, the, the way that I take it, Keem, is I see you coming in and bringing a lot of attention around, right? But I think it depends on how you use the attention. I mean, if you're able to get these debates together, like, you know, we were talking a little bit beforehand about mm-hmm. getting like alien scientists on with Corbell and having these debates and really kind of hash right. things out. That way you can actually bring some truth and people can hang their hat on something and kind of move the community forward. We just don't have that, man. We don't have a, a debate community that that it doesn't just get instantly personal. I mean, that's that, what's been going on with you and Lou and Ashton. It's kind of a love triangle here with you guys. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's just turned more, turned more toxic and it has really brought any 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 further truth on. I mean, where, where do you see this going? I don't know. Um, obviously, I love drama. I own drama alert. It interests me. Um, some people have accused Skyfire News of just bringing drama to the community. Motherfucker, the drama's been happening yep. for years and years and years, long before I got here. <laughs> it's already a disaster, dude. It's already bad. <laughs> I get accused of like, I'm just doing this for the money. Well, we haven't made any money yet, but like who makes a business saying, mm, hope we go bankrupt. <laughs> I hope <laughs> we don't make any money. You know, it's a news organization. I, you know, I not only hope that we make money, I hope we make a ton of money. Right. But it's not about the money. I'm a firm believer into find out what you like to do. Right. So it's not a job. Like you, you just naturally want to do it. And then figure out a way how to make money doing it. Like, you know, and this is just one of those things, you know, with drama, that, that was the whole thing. I'm into drama. Sorry. I am. I love it. Um, happy punch. I'm into the influencer boxing stuff. So I built a whole brand over there. It's just simply finding out what you love and trying to figure out how to make money doing it. Yeah. It's an untapped market in the UFO community. I remember when I first started joining spaces and I'm sitting here thinking I'm going to be like hearing them talk about the latest evidence and the history of UFOlogy. And next thing I know, it's just middle schoolers just raging at each other at the top of their <laughs> lungs. And I'm going, Oh wow. And you know, my, uh, you know, like little, uh, uh, guilty pleasure is actually listening to some of the drama myself. Right. So sometimes I'd sit in some of those spaces and, you know, I'm just a normal person as well. Um, and, yeah, I think it's definitely entertaining. Um, you know, if you even just look at some of the comments in the chat, like people go straight for the jugular. Like, well, exactly. Ashton just wants attention. I kind of feel sad for him because of his upbringing. Because my upbringing, what are you talking about? <laughs> That's good. It's good. They're like, getting like they know my whole life story. <laughs> and if you look at the history of this subject, it's all drama. It's all drama. You know, Roswell, oh, that ain't drama. That's not drama. <laughs> You know, Project Blue Book, that's not drama. It's all drama. What are you talking about? Let's be real here. King, do do you get the same type of viciousness, though, across all, like, so so you've been gaming, boxing, all those different platforms. Do you get that same sort of drama where they will just turn around and call you a racist like that? You know, um, like they do in this community. Is, is it the same over there? I think this is a little, a little bit more, but it's it's relatively the same. the The issue in this community is people haven't been checked, right? Mm-hmm. There, there's, there's no police officers in this community <laughs> that are going to be like, okay, look, guys, he said this. Let's find out if that's true. Oh, it's not true. This guy's a fraud. Like, that's the world I come from. I come from the commentary community on YouTube where you can't spew nonsense because then you're going to have 50 respond videos 
calling me a liar. Like you can't lie, right? Mm -hmm. You can't spin false narratives. You can't do that. There's no police officers here making sure everyone's being honest. The opinions are opinions and everyone's allowed to have them, but you can't just spew false facts. Well, yeah, but there's no, there's no one else with 2.6 million followers either. I mean, there just really isn't that kind of a platform that can look down and, and kind of pull that BS out and expose it. It's just not here. Well, so yeah. that's, I think, part of the reason why people started to attack me, right? Where, like, I'm not huge, but I, I would say maybe I'm a mid-level influencer on Twitter with, you know, 80,000 followers. But it's a lot more than most of the UFO accounts and what have you that are out there, right? And that starts to become a threat, right? Because now if you're starting to break down some of these narratives that are out there, you can't just go shoot past each other and throw these insults anymore. And some people will say, well, you know, Keemstar is a distraction. But the reality is the drama, you have to fight through the drama so that we can get to the truth. And that's why I think that he's going to be something positive for the community. I think that when you start to break down all this personal bullshit on either side, then you start to be able to figure out, okay, what is the real truth underneath? And I think it checks people like Keemstar was saying. Like you get checked. And now you're going to be a little more careful about the bullshit you spew forth because, yeah, maybe you will have all these reactions coming straight at you. Well, on behalf of the UFO community, since you have been slandered and falsified against by grown men acting like schoolyard children, which never seems to just catch me off guard and on X. Uh, welcome, Keem. <laughs> welcome thank you. I, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate Keem, it. Have you, have you been accused of being government paid uh, yet? Uh, Somebody did. Oh, my, that oh, was, my point that out there. <laughs> somebody did, but that was like really, really early on. And like, I only heard that like one or two times. I've been accused of all kinds of crazy stuff ever since I've been here. Um, but yeah, no, I think they dropped that. I, there's no way I could be working for the government. They would never, <laughs> I don't think they'd have Team Star on the payroll. <laughs> well, they've got Ashton. Yeah, we got Ashton. Ashton's I mean, that actually hasn't really table. stuck that well, you know? I thought that would be one of the easier narratives to stick to me. But no, now we're going with Ashton's uh, a Putin uh, apologist or whatever lover or whatever it is, honestly. Yeah. It's, I uh, mean, let's be honest, Ashton. That tweet was pretty wild, bro. Come on. I mean, I, it's a controversial <laughs> take, but I mean, it's tongue-in-cheek. I mean, if you guys haven't figured out my humor yet, like, I've told you guys, I, I kind of lean into the drama a little bit just because I find it humorous and... Um, yeah, I've got my own political opinions as well. I'm not a Biden fan at all, so that's just what I it don't is, live right? in your country, and I'm not a Biden fan. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if you if you guys get if people get mad that I'm taking shots at them, sorry, man, that's just gonna happen. Oh no, don't put me in the Biden basket. I just thought it was a pretty wild comment. <laughs> well, I think he's doing great as the president of the United States, guys. You guys need to relax, all right? <laughs> no, this is yeah. about UFO. We're keeping the commentary clean. Let's stay focused on what matters. Lose IDBM. Hit us with that next shot there, uh, ice cream shots. What, what, what was that next hit he was in? Where for who? Exactly. <laughs> the, the, uh, hit. I mean, yeah. I didn't. I didn't like though, Ashton. I'll be honest with you. I, I didn't like how Lou put the at for the DOD on that though. I, I just. Oh yeah. Let's, let's not go for people's positions. I get it. We disagree, man. But we don't. We don't yeah. have to have someone agree with us. We have to lose that. You have to agree feeling, and 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 I just felt like that's taken to the next level ten times, maybe up. When we start doing stuff like that, it's too much. It, it strikes yeah. me as odd that people will use like mean comments you've made when they're mean. I mean, we all say mean things at some point, and it is what it is. But is that is an attack? Well, he's he has attacked us. It is a hate crime. What he said mean things. You're trying to get him fired. You're trying to affect a real life over nonsensical bullshit we're talking online. These yeah, these are two different worlds, man. Like yeah, he, we're, oh, he, we're, we're grown adults. What are we doing? He, 
He praised Putin. He hung out with Jake Chansley. He's like, oh, now we got to get his job taken away. Like, Jesus, man. Like, that's a, a escalating quickly, right? Uh, yeah. But yeah, that, and that's a reality, too, is that like a lot of people, you're like, oh, well, Ashton blocks people. The reality is at, since the new year when I unblocked everybody, the only people that I've blocked are people that have been like literally coming at me for my real life job, stuff like that, or people that are just personally attacking me, um, you know, and, and you know, I just don't want to deal with it. It's just not really, you know, you shouldn't have to deal with that, I don't think, in general. I mean, if people are not going to do stuff that they'd say to your face and they're going to, you know, get in behind behind anonymity, then, you know, I'm just going to close those people out from my social media that's out there. Right. And you saw that with Lou yesterday. Right. When I went on his platform. Right. All of a sudden, his whole way he acts changes. You know, he's not out there adding the DOD anymore. Right. And you can see all his arguments just fall apart right away under any level of scrutiny. It's just, it's, you know. Sad. Yeah. I mean, it was really hilarious that Lou reviews would say, you know, Keemstar believes all this alt-right stuff because Tuba on Tuba's own Twitter was on a space with some January sixer, or I believe everything Ashton is putting forth because Ashton's in my space and he platformed Tuba and last night platformed Ashton Forbes. So like, what, yeah. what is, what is going on? You platformed him. Isn't this the logic that you're trying to spew? And by the way, no one is on your side when you make these arguments, you're just making yourself look like a fucking idiot. Right. Uh, the people are not that dumb. No one's going to co-sign the whole like, oh, well, you had this person in your space, so you believe everything that they believe. People are not that dumb. It's Yeah, it it's was pretty rough, man. What you were going yeah. over and showing those in inconsistencies last night. Look, and I, I come from a position where I like Lou, uh, but I don't know how much more I can really condone when you break yeah. it down like that, man. Because uh, I, I, I've been positive towards him in the past. I've had conversations with him in the past. He's never been rude to me or anything like that. So I can't come at it from that angle. But there are those inconsistencies, man. And it is showing. Yeah. What's going on with... Uh, so you mentioned Stephen Cambion's message you a few times. And I think you lose messages. So is Stephen... So Stephen's wanting you on his platform to debate Lou. Lou's wanting you on his platform to debate Lou. It, it, like... Uh, I think uh, the the two best friends are battling each other for the views. Uh, I'll explain it. So I I initially put out a tweet at Lou saying like, you know, I've had you on my platform all these mm -hmm. times. You know, why are you doing these two hour <laughs> fucking streams talking shit about me without having me on to defend myself? Right? Because mm -hmm. I wanted to shut it down in real time. Um, then as I'm setting up my stream to respond to Lou, his first stream, he then launches another one. And he's playing this whole game of like, oh, Keem's not coming in here. And da, da, da. Now, I first I got to lay out how you're wrong and then let's have a debate. Right. You've mm -hmm. you've put out all these false allegations. I first need to lay out how you're wrong. Then let's then let's battle. But then as I'm watching his stream from last night, which was his second stream, he's fucking muting everyone talking over them. He's not even being fair on his own pro program he's literally slapping the mute button he's interrupting and i'm like oh this would never be like i would never even be able to get my point across if i went on lou's show so cambian hits me up and he's like how about i host it i'm like i'm fucking down i'm down let's do it now um mm -hmm. cambian is out in the middle of the woods at his cabin and this is why me and cambian get along is i have a cabin too we like we like our little cabins and shit so we talk about that shit um but Cambian's like, I can do it tomorrow. And I'm like, bet, let's set it up. 
And this dude wants seven fucking days to have this debate. I'm sorry. Like, is anyone going to care about this in seven days? And, yep. and, and you just, he did six hours with two streams, six hours of content talking shit about me and dude can't find a fucking hour for a debate in the next 72 hours. That's unreasonable. That's unreasonable. And the whole reason for that is he just wants to find dirt on me unrelated to the debate. I mean, if you just say the word, I will invite him. But out of respect for yourself, I'm, I, you know, I I'm... invite him. Definitely invite him. Invite him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Steve, Cambian, uh, Cambia, whatever his name is. Um, he, I think he wanted me to to debate him as well. People were, oh, go debate, go debate Stevie or whatever his name is, you know. And I'm just wondering, should I, should I debate him, guys? What do you guys think? I mean, the problem is, like, I feel like. Just like what Keemstar is kind of talk. going through there, it's just going to become divulged into personal attacks, right? Like that's kind of what it comes down to. Like there's not really like arguments against the case. They just want to attack me personally or something. I don't think it has to devolve. I mean, so like, as you've known, I, I have been arguing on X, which I normally don't do on to a certain extent, your behalf, not that you're correct in anything, but that uh, mean words aren't an attack. And that coming, trying to dock someone, coming for their job, things like that—that's that's ridiculous and across line. We we attack the argument, not the person. You don't like someone's idea, attack the idea. Don't attack the person. These people go deep dives on people, pull up things way from their past, anything they can get to misconstrue with a, a modern viewer twist and spin it so they can rally up hate. It is ridiculous. It's yeah, ridiculous. we need we we need more cops here, right? We need we need more people here policing the community. Because there's average nine to five just fans of different people that yes. will put out their opinion on Twitter and all of a sudden they're getting doxxed and harassed at their workplace because they said they didn't like a certain person or they didn't trust a certain person just giving their opinion, which everyone has a right to, and they're getting harassed. I mean, there are fucking very, very bad people in this space. Now, yes. thank God, like, you know, I've been doxxed and swatted and fucking harassed my entire career because I've been a bit of an internet celebrity. So I'm like, fucking none of this shit bothers me. I laugh at it, right? Um, so I've been able to have my voice and not really give too much of a shit about the harassment side of things. Um, but we do need more cops here. So certain people get labeled as, okay, that's a doxer, that's a harasser, you know, and then they're like shunned from the community for their actions. There's, we don't really have that because there's no, there's all these groups, right? So if, if, somebody in your group goes and doxins and harass someone it's like eh, i didn't see that you know what i mean there's 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 no there's <laughs> no so one true. there's no one policing the community you know that's like it's it's unhinged and i agree with you 100 percent. what and the thing is they just fire up new sock accounts or people that it's just make an argument like this is the thing people's egos get involved in their arguments they buy in like it's their faith it's their personal Baptist brand that they're out there selling with total devotion. And we say, well, you know, I, I don't know that I agree with that. I like what you're saying, but I, I don't agree with that. I think X, Y, Z suddenly you're a pedophile. You're a racist. You're a homophobe. <laughs> they're sending your mother dirty pictures from a phone that they got from 18 years ago. They got a crackhead to steal. You just, <laughs> if you applied this much effort to your real life, you'd be unbelievably successful and have no time I, for X. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> The, they're they're like, oh, you don't think this uh, UFO landing was real? 
Well, do you guys know that he got a DWI in 1997? <laughs> do you know that? He's a fucking criminal. It's like, what, what? Like there, there needs to be someone that's like, uh, you're an idiot for saying that. Like there needs yeah. to be someone that shuts that down right away saying, eh, you've lost all credibility. Isn't Lou, isn't Lou trying to do that in his own? Oh yeah. Role? And that's why he's I, lost all credibility. I will remind this community whenever I have a chance to talk about it, that Lou reviews is acting in bad faith that Lou reviews not only makes up shit, right? Not only uh, lies, not only, um, you know, acts in bad faith, but Lou reviews doesn't respect his audience. All right. Let me ask the audience here. If these guys were spewing lies and propaganda to you and using you as a pawn to go attack their fucking enemies with bullshit, would these guys actually have respect for you? No. So Lou doesn't even respect his own fucking audience. He doesn't respect his own supporters if he's just going to spew nonsense. Um, he, he was saying that the guys at Skyfire News we're pushing anti-vax theories or whatever. He said this multiple times, all right? And everybody is spamming in his chat, play the clip, then play the clip, back up that we were doing that, right? He won't play the clip because this is the clip. The clip is uh, the Earth podcast, which was one on one of our spaces, asked uh, Average Chris if he was vaccinated, trying to make the point that Chris believes whatever the government tells him. All right. I didn't talk about vaccinations. Red didn't too, but nobody from Skyfire News did. So Lou goes on this big rant like we're anti-vaxxers. By the way, I'm vaccinated. <laughs> like I am. Oh, yeah. Right. And so he goes on this big rant that we're all anti-vaxxers. Never happened. We never said any of this shit. And then goes, they're not doctors. They're not scientists. They have no knowledge. They shouldn't be talking about vaccinations. And then fucking 12 minutes later, he starts telling people that the vaccines are good. I'm like, what yes. the fuck? I didn't know Lou Reviews was a fucking doctor and scientist. That's how fucking dumb this dude is. Yeah, what I want to say, too, is that the whole point about these people are spending so much time digging through people's past. Or even if you look at the MH370 thing, I got... Like multiple people are spending a full time job amount of effort trying to debunk and dig through my past and stuff. It's like, damn, if these people put their time in, into something productive like science, hell, we would maybe figure out a unification theory of quantum and macro by now, right? Like, this is this like it's so unproductive what people put their effort into, right? Like, if let's just put it in something that, that builds things up instead of tears people down, and maybe we would get UFO disclosure. I don't know about UFO disclosure, but I know we would have cured cancer by now. Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, King. Do you think people? Um, do you think people like the lose of this world, that like Mick Wests? I mean, even Stephen Cambion to a certain he he goes down the, the the debunks a lot. We've done a few in the past some debunks. We've stayed we've stayed away from it because we remember the reason why we're here out of the curiosity for the subject. Do you think there's harm in the debunks? Like, do you think there could be true harm to getting an idea of what's going on? I'm not saying the disclosure because I don't think we're there, ever going to get it and there, I don't think we're ever going to know. There is no harm in it as long as they're acting in good faith, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a debunker who's not being reasonable, 
who's just spewing nonsense, right? And spreading disinformation and not, not being honest with his research, then yeah, that there's harm in that. But if there are debunkers who truly believe, hey, look, this is not real and this is why, and they put forth a case and they're willing to fucking battle those ideas, not on a fucking timeline on Twitter, but in a Twitter space or on a fucking show with someone else that has counterpoints, there is no harm in that at all. That benefits all of us. But all these people acting in bad faith, they got to fucking go. We need cops in this community. You know, we need more people that call out bullshit and say, hey, look, that guy's not credible. Like, like I did with Lou Reviews. Like, this guy is literally lying, all right? Here's the evidence. Here's the receipts. He is making shit up, all right? Now Lou doesn't have the same impact like he did a week ago when he makes a claim because people know, I don't know if I should trust Lou. You know, he did lie about that thing in the past, and that's what we need. It's a fine line, though, honestly, right? It's like, because I had people saying that to me, right? They're assuming that I'm lying or whatever. It turns out I'm not lying about anything. I might be wrong about stuff, but I'm absolutely not lying. And I think that's the dangerous part where you start to build these narratives. And for me, I used to be somebody as well. I was like, okay, you know, maybe not recently, but years ago, I was one of the people that, okay, I'm going to prove that you're wrong about this. And my attitude's kind of changed where it's like, if somebody's coming up with these grand claims, like one thing, for example, is I don't potentially, I don't personally believe in flat earth but I don't feel compelled to try to prove the flat earthers wrong. Right. Like I don't take that upon my mission you because I think that, bothered. yeah, I'm not bothered. And I think that the idea is like for, for us to move forward on anything, we've got to have a free flow of ideas. Right. So if people want to push out flat earth ideas out there, what have you, it doesn't impact my life in any way, shape or form. Um, and so that's where I think that you've got debunkers that are, coming from good faith, but there's very few in my opinion. I think a lot of them are coming from a perspective of their worldview is challenged and their worldview is challenged. They have to prove and keep their worldview intact by proving that other people are liars or grifters. And that's where I think it's, it becomes difficult to assess at that point. But that's just my opinion. I, I think there's space for debunking. I think it's needed. Absolutely. I think keeping things in check is good. Trying to keep reality focused in, as much as it is, I mean, we talk about some wild stuff. And, dude, I'm all about the woo. Anyone who's watched this knows I'm way out there. <laughs> I'm like two hippie hairs away from talking to myself in the bushes. But I still think that you can you can give yourself over to an idea, investigate it, say, all right, I'm from this side. Here I am. Show me all the evidence. Look at it rationally as an adult would and be like, I like some of it, but not all of it. I don't think it fits. But you know what? I'm not going to go piss on anybody's parade. I don't have, and this is the craziest thing about this, this community. What facts does anyone really have? We have conjecture. We have evidence that we string together to make a belief or to talk about something fun on the weekend or in the evenings. And these people take it to like a religious zealot march into the front line. And it it's unhealthy. It's dangerous and bizarre. I haven't seen that anywhere else. Have you, Keem? Have you seen this level of, like, zealotry? Uh, yeah, I mean, th this this exists in a lot of places on the internet. Um, but this is wild. I, you never would have expected this, right? You know, when I came to this community, I didn't think people were doxing and swatting each other and going fucking nuts and trying to get <laughs> people fired from their jobs. Like, that's some, like, that is some, like... Uh, uh, I don't know, streamer communities or something when you're dealing with like 
14 and 15 year olds and they're just like fucking nuts right these are grown ass <laughs> man these are these, these, these are fucking boomers all right <laughs> these are like in some cases senior citizens acting like this it's wild bro oh, hold yeah. my white monster <laughs> it's yeah it's it's dudes between the ages of like 40 and 65 yeah, so this is this is this is Lou's reply in my Twitter. I'm at a rehearsal. <laughs> oh, too bad. It, the oh. name of this stream is Jeremy Reese. Is is he on beforehand or is he coming on? I'm confused. Oh no, yeah, yeah Jeremy. Oh, Jeremy's at, at a rehearsal, and he said he was <laughs> going to come on, and uh, he he may have seen this and got and thought, ah, fuck that. Oh, I was oh. just going to say, I actually have to get going. I'm going to jump on another thing. Um, but um, I, I want to thank you guys for, for having me on. And, you know, again, Skyfire News is going to cover whatever is popping, like in the community, whatever the news is of the day. Every single day there's news. We're going to cover it. And um, yeah, I don't know. There is no bias. Like, Tuba and Red and me were not allowed to be biased on Skyfire mm -hmm. News. Skyfire News does not have an opinion. We have our own opinions. We might, you know, share those like I did on here. Um, but, you know, Skyfire News itself is not biased. It covers whatever's popular in the community. Before you do, um, before you fuck off, mate, um, in the nicest possible way, um, are you going to get some boots on the ground work done with 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 uh, Skyfire News? Do you think you you know like like if the Miami thing happens again or something like that? Do you reckon you can get one of your guys to go out there? Um, possibly, yeah. Even in that case, we had Tuba calling all the stores and finding out like what they knew. Like we were calling the managers at the mall to to get their take of it. Um, so yeah, I, I think. I think the future of Skyfire News is eventually we turn into a YouTube daily news show, um, like similar to Dromler, of like, this is the news that happened today um, with a host. Um, then we'll probably uh, launch a podcast, um, you know, have some opinionated shows. Like, you know, th this is what's really going to trigger a lot of people. Don't you think if Ashen Forbes had his own hour show? like a couple times a week, right? Where he investigates like individual things. Like I'm tuning in. I don't have to agree with Ashton, but I want to see bitch. this mad fucking scientist sit there and like go through every little thing. Like the amount of time and effort that he's put into this is like astronomically insane. <laughs> like, I love you I too, Keith. I want to no, see that. I think, I think it would be a good show too. I mean, part of like, both sides hating you is that everybody wants to tune in. You know, they want to see what you're saying about the other side, about their side. Right. And as much as like, I'm talking about the craziest shit ever in terms of teleporting planes. You know, if you take away that, you know, and, and I'm planning to retire on that front, right? Like I'm actually pretty middle of the road. I think I'd be a pretty good skeptic debunker as well as, you know, potential believer. So that's the kind of attitude I think you have to have in this community. If you want to be able to push the conversation forward and look into some of the stuff that these videos that come out and stuff like that yeah awesome awesome Keen, all right thank you so thank, much for your time, thanks for fella. coming on man nice uh, talking yeah. to you. well we'll have to do it again in the future see yeah, you guys right. <laughs> see you. that was cool
Yeah, yeah. I didn't know Keem was going to be on here. I jumped on. You guys invited me, and my other thing got canceled. That's why I've been hanging out a little bit longer. But I was like, oh wait, that's Keem right there. Yeah, oh, so, okay. so Jer- yeah. Jeremy was sp- supposed to be on, and, and, and like maybe he's seen the drama and thought, and I'm staying away from Alien. Now nah, nah, he, <laughs> he, he's the he smart one. He's yeah. the smart one. But I don't think no, he's afraid he's, of drama, though. I mean, he's he's, he's putting he's his not. opinions out there. <laughs> there was a few messages back and forth, and it, like he was like, oh, "I'm going to move some stuff around. Yeah, I'll get on, get on the show." Um, like me, we we get on. Um, so yeah, but he may he may jump in. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I I think it would. I I think Keem. It it'd be interesting for a conversation with Keem and Jeremy. You know. There's a lot of conversations yeah. between Jeremy people that I would that. like to see happen, right? Jeremy needs that kind of like somebody to put that guy out there. The oh, you bump, know what we need yeah. to do now? We need to put together a bunch of bumper clips so when he launches his actual network, see if we can get one of them slots. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we can talk about whores. We can talk about UFOs. Did I say whores? That's the clip right there. We talk about whores. We talk about UFOs. That's getting clipped. I'm a, yeah. hey, when you guys drop my clip, I'm counting. Make sure that to clip. get the ad in there for it. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> Ashton, what are you going to do next? Go. I don't even know if we asked you this last week. Um, yeah, I don't think so. Um, that's a good question. Honestly, uh, probably not spend as much time as I am. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, as you see, I've, I've got some stuff out there that I've got, uh, you know, in my, in my database of, of stuff that I've been sitting on, um, probably be somewhat controversial that's out there, but, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. Honestly, like probably for a little while, I'll just throw my takes out there. I kind of want the heat to die down, so to speak. Right. Like somebody that's just committed a crime. You got five stars in GTA. It's like, I need to get the stars down to one. Um, Dude, go you got all a long in. time before that. Bro. All in. I know it's going to be a <laughs> oh while. Yeah. Um, but now, like, I, if I had to be honest, like, I think that there's I, I want to expose NASA. Probably there's a lot of bullshit around NASA that's out there. Like if if there's UFOs visiting us, NASA's 100 percent knows and they've been covering it up. I don't know how actively or not actively. Um, otherwise, the biggest thing is probably just, I want to look into the science more. You know, the true reality is like the sad part is, like I was saying earlier, is these debunkers and everybody out there spend so much time like attacking me and trying to discredit the case in whatever way they can like it turns out understanding the science and and finding the science is much easier than i thought right like Mm -hmm. you just have to be apply yourself and that's what i want to be focusing on because i want to get to a point where i don't have to lean on the bob greeners of the world and the salvatore piuses to explain the stuff that we see in those videos um because to me that's what i enjoy i've I've always been a person who likes science Hmm. i thought you were gonna go after the doe that's what i was pulling for uh, I mean, yeah, we'll go up to them a little bit, too. But I mean, those are the people who are like you definitely getting disappeared if you piss them off. Those are like when I have a hierarchy of people I'm afraid of, it's like they're up there with the Lockheed Martins and the Northrop Grumman's of the world. Like, I, there's no difference. Yeah. yeah, no, they're they're in the same tier. That's a tier above all else. I mean, they're all the same entity, like at that level. I mean, you got to think like Northrop Grumman and Lockheed, they rent property on Department of Energy and the National Labs where nobody gets to go in those buildings and then they're cordoned off with security and then they have subsidiary contractors who really aren't contractors where i mean there's so many layers and they're all so scary i'd like to see you take them on because i don't want to do it but somebody needs Chat to. wants me to go after ripple moon but i don't know i think i would leave the the mythology of ripple moon out there for a little while longer right let it build up yeah it's like a minor you can always come back to it right yeah it's, yeah, it's like anywhere. the side it's my side piece you know right. the, the ripple moon <laughs> can't give her too much attention she'll start thinking too much of herself yeah the, the, 
there's a few people I could put you onto for the Ripple Moon stuff. Yeah. Oh, you uh, got some connections on the Ripple Moon. Well, just it's just astronomers, <laughs> and all they're going to be able to do is tell you what, what they see through the lens. But the ones that I've spoke to said that they it, they don't think it's some sort of atmospheric issue. They they do they look through it. It follows the shape of the moon. So yes, the moon is round, people. But yeah, to be honest, with, I've got other stuff. You know, I've made connections with people. Um, you know, Keemstar mentioned. I mean, it's kind of a pipe dream, right? But uh, you know, the idea of having a show on Skyfire News were to build up. I mean, Skyfire News has been building very, very quickly as well. Um, and there's other people that I've talked to as well that are you know in, interested in potentially stuff, but it's you know very early stages on that kind of thing. I would like to increase the production value of my podcast. I, I've actually been it's been several weeks, and I actually have a recorded podcast I'm meant to drop, but I just haven't had time to go through and edit it and post it. Um, and I want to work on like the search engine optimization stuff because that's important, even though I suck at it. Um, just because like, you know, I think that I've had really cool conversations with people and I want to do some more uh, stuff like that. where just, you know, conversations with interesting and smart people. Well, there's, there's people out there. I mean, even I would, I would say even some of the people who have been, they've gone a little bit bitter over the years with this subject. So they've turned into massive, huge debunkers. Um, well, they think they're huge. They're, they're not as big as they think they are. Uh, <laughs> very arrogant. Um, I, ju I just think, and this is my message for every single one of you, if you want to enter this field, and you you want to do it in a debunking way, then you need to just fucking listen to people and hear the story before you decide on the character. Because some of these people just seem like they want to go on the attack, and it, and it seems it's poisonous. You know, you may not agree with someone. I don't think Matt agrees with with you, Ashton. With with all the footage i think yeah. uh, is that is that fair matt you you yeah you, yeah you, you sure. had your issues with it yeah for but sure you think I, mean, I, mean, let's, I mean let's be honest dude like at first my initial opinion ashton of you was i thought oh he knows the videos are fake and he's just pushing this thing okay at, at on the initial initial basis right i think when things change for me if if you care you know about my my thought process on this or not yeah yeah definitely when I, when i seen the images leak out of those clouds and how hard you took that on your stream. I went, Oh, wait a second. No, he really believes this man. Like this is, this is what he thinks is going on. It's, it changed it for me right there where I, I turned, I just turned around on it where I was more like, okay, he believes what he believes. Let's all not just completely dunk this guy. Like, come on. Like we all believe in some crazy shit that's out there. Um, and so that, that changed the thing. And I think one other uh, piece of credit that I'll give you, is that when you the episode with you and Tim Pool, you handled that the best you've ever handled, in my opinion, any other interview where you've been challenged. That was the one where I went, okay, he's starting to see it now. You know, he's starting to handle this right. He's not just going off or 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 he's everybody has to believe it this way or that that way. It, you took the criticism in stride, dude. And and that changed a lot for me, bro. It's crazy for me to hear myself say this because at the, at the beginning, I wasn't I wasn't there with you, but over time it's changed. Yeah. Yeah, and I think even it's been a learning process for myself, right? Like I was not really a social media person or anything like that, right? True. So 
and, and you have to put yourselves in other people's shoes where it's like i look back and i go of course I, i'm talking about stuff that's crazier than a lot of stuff that gets talked about out there right like that's just the reality of it yeah. um and so you kind of have to take a step back and go okay yeah like people normal people especially that aren't in the conspiracy world ufo world are never going to believe this even people in those worlds are like no yeah. this is too much for me right right um so i absolutely i you know i understand it from that perspective and that's part of the reason i mean that is really a big reason why i'm retiring from the case in general it's not that i i don't believe in it or that there's too much pressure it's not those types of things at all so i look at the overall landscape of the world reality people in general and i go Man, this is like this is just too far out there, right? If this if this is real, this is technology that people think is like a thousand years more advanced than we're at, right? Like, if it is real, then we've got to get we've got to get to a baseline where like people don't just dismiss it out of hand. Because even like what Keemstar said when he was on here, right? He goes, "I don't believe it because I don't think we can teleport plane and we have orbs like that, right?" It's not even really a matter of the evidence. It's just this this block of like orbs and teleporting is just it's too much right that's <laughs> not stuff people are talking it's about wild, out there, yeah, right it's, it's like it's, for it's, sure yeah and so you can imagine like you know and i'm glad that you realize that like yeah regardless of what you believe about it that i'm just a normal person because i think that helps to put into scale and scope like what i've been going through because i'm sitting here and i wouldn't have believed it a year ago myself as well it's like only because of the huge weight of evidence and potentially being in the head investigator role and seeing all the information and then having all these people talking to me about it as behind the scenes as well and telling me like, yeah, this is real. Like that's the stuff where I'm like, okay, Jesus. And even then, like, even with all this, where I'm like 99.999% sure this, this is potentially real. I always still kind of back of my mind wonder, right? Like, hmm, am I still being played somehow? Is there some angle I'm not seeing here? Right. Yeah. So it, it's wild, man. And yeah, it's like, and then I realized too, it's just, it just doesn't matter. Like if a lot of people don't believe it or do believe it. Right if it's real one way and you know over time the science will begin to check out and if it's not real then maybe the hoaxer will come forward or some other big revelation maybe we'll find the plane i don't know yeah i just don't i just don't think that the videos hold back your investigation just looking into what happened with the plane anyway i think you could just throw the videos out and still look into the plane and there'd be interesting investigation investigative work to be done there you know I, I don't no, know. Absolutely. No, and that's yeah. the thing too. It's like, but that uh, to me, that should add a little more credibility to it where like I could easily just, I could have just lie and be like, no, this isn't teleportation. This is like cloaking or I could do the, the Ken thing, which Ken is another investigator has been looking and say, oh, the, the orbs and stuff is fake, but everything else is real. Like I could do that, but that would be me lying and doing that. I would have more people that would probably believe in, in the investigation and stuff, but no, that's that's the hard the hard truth, as I call it, is that, you know, for me, I've got to tell my truth regardless of if it's the craziest shit that's out there. Right. It's the hardest to believe out of all the options. I could be like, no, we've got an antimatter directed energy weapon that can annihilate the plane. And people would be like, oh, OK, I can get on board with that. But that's I think that's it's not the case yeah. I, I, with conspiracies like this, even with Ashton's when he first came on and we got to talk to him personally, I like to come at every guest as though I believe them 100 percent. They're 100 percent telling me the truth. And until something tickles my balls and tells me they're lying to me, I appreciate that they're willing to share. And then the more they talk, the more they'll either hang themselves or show you that they're being forthright. Just, just got to give them time to talk. Like the debunking side of things. Well, I, I agree. I, I, like I said earlier, it is valid. There's some reality we need to interject from time to time. It's good to question. We just need to be careful how it's done. Uh, with you know, because they get as they turn into as big a zealot as the believers. Like really they're the same side. They're different sides of the same coin. Uh, you know, it's just 
everything with a little thought, little logic, take your time. And if you disagree with someone or you think that their belief or their conspiracy, this is outsane and it just doesn't make sense. What do you believe? You know? So that's a great point to bring back to the debunkers, right? And this is how I think yeah. you can tell the difference between the ones that are being honest and the ones that are being dishonest is, um, and this is something I've told people in the community that especially have argued with the Redditors and what have you, that there are a lot of debunkers that argue from a dishonest standpoint. You say, well, what do you think happened to the plane? You know, what do you think about X, Y, Z, you know, because you know what they say in response? I don't know. They always come back with, I don't know, right? Because they want to chop you down but they don't want to put their own ideas up for scrutiny, right? And that's the difference between someone who's being honest and someone who's not. Because I think it was the Art Levine guy who is in the UFO community. He was on some spaces and he's been linking this Carl Sagan, Sagan, he says. <laughs> like Sagan. He says that it's like basically how to tell like uh, when people are lying. And one of the things on that list is, are they open to alternative viewpoints, Right? Do they put their ideas out there for scrutiny? And I think what you'll find is a lot of times it's not the people who are the believers who are you know, going against that. They're going, yeah, I think I saw this, but there could be other explanations. A lot of times it's the debunkers who are sure that it must be fake. They're not considering the possibility that it's real. And they're not considering the alternative viewpoints and the facts. And so I think that Carl Sagan, I'm saying it wrong, Carl Sagan, I think Carl Sagan is correct in his assessment. But I think that both sides need to wonder, am I looking at it with no bias? Yeah. Yeah. Come. I mean, this is a crazy topic. Come to it with a an open mind, man, an open heart and just see where it goes. You don't have to agree with everyone and anything in anyone's life. Um, it's That's not how the world works. It's not how reality works. Um yeah, we should, we should all be responsible for our own opinion, though, right? Our, oh, yeah. Like, here's what I mean. for that, like, you know, we shouldn't feel that somebody else has to make up our minds for us. Correct. There, there's correct. so much. There's so much. I feel like on the ultra skeptic side of all of this, I, I it's my little term. I say ultra skeptic because you just don't believe in anything, no matter what, no matter what. Yeah. Okay. Black um, yeah. I, I, yeah, I feel like there's this there's this fucking hero complex, man. And I, I, I'm sorry mm -hmm. where I don't I just and I could be wrong. No, I'll, you're right. But but I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way, Ashton. I man, this might be wild to say. I don't see a January 6th style event happening because of UFO conversation, bro. I just don't. I, I seen nine or ten people stand out in front of Mike Turner's office with a sign peacefully saying, Hey, show us the UFO stuff. I, I just don't see it, man. And now could there be people, some people heard sure. along the way? Sure. And that, and that could add up. Sure. All that. But I just don't, it, th this thing had so many opportunities to spin out of control and go wild like that. And it just hasn't yet. I don't know. It's, it's too few and too many of the people who are into it are, you know, virgins living in their mom's basement. <laughs> um, it's just. <laughs> as what if I told you guys that. Um, Don't tell me you're living in your mom's basement. Man. I'm, I'm just going to make up a story now. Hypothetical, of course. This is hypothetical. What if, like, even David Grush, right, is what if the reason why he's talking to billionaires is because he doesn't want to put up with the bullshit, right? Like, what I would he do. knows the stuff is real. Like, just look at it from this perspective. Yeah, he knows the stuff's real. He sees the crazy pushback of people and just goes, you know what? I'm not even going to bother with the, the peasants that are out there and the, the UFO community. I'm just going to go straight to the billionaires and what have you, and tell them about it, right? The rich elites that can believe the stuff is real, you know? Well, it's, it's to, to get really woo on it, right? You look at like the different people like Sean Ryan's had talking about remote viewing. Uh, and people are like, well, remote view this and whatever. I'll, I'll give you that or X, Y, Z. All right. 
considering major oil companies and major corporations have used these people's services on multiple occasions and paid them tens of millions of dollars, maybe we should all sit down, take a breath, and, and think about this hard again. Like, why are these major capitalists willing to throw that away? Right? Like, it, it's. I think there's just always questions like that. Yeah, they could absolutely be conned 100%, right? They're, they're fooled or not. Just like the videotape Ashton's have. The one other thing I take away from Ashton in the research that's come about is we learned about Lockheed Martin's satellite system. That's huge. It's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah. You got to admit that one. That's the weird one, yeah. It, not even – I mean, it's it's real-time videoing all of the skies on the planet. <laughs> all of them. Real-time right now. The sky everywhere is being filmed. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, well, you know, just is – holy shit, man. Like there's the whole planet sky is being filmed in real time. What the hell are they doing? Well, they're looking. No, they have missile detection systems. They have all of these things. What the hell are they doing? And because they have it, they should know exactly where that flight went. Because they have it in real time. Anytime they tell you, we don't know where the plane went down. Lockheed Martin is filming the entire sky in real time. How about we just play back that little section? I bet they know where it went. Yeah, for eight hours flying rogue, right? We, there was somebody else actually tonight uh, when I when I streamed, uh, found even more articles about the Sivir system and some plane that uh, was shot down, I think, in 2015 as well, where they like use Sivirs to pinpoint it as well, where it's just like, that, that's the part where it's like, man, again, you can just throw out all the videos, right? And you could still just be like, we can still build a conspiracy case with no videos whatsoever, just from what we discovered about spy satellites, I think I was saying this on the podcast that was just on before you guys, where I was like, I think that this investigation has shown more to the public from spy sites than any other investigation in history, any other report in journalism and history. Um, it's just stuff that doesn't get out there, right? And it was it's hiding in plain sight. We just have to go look and figure it out. It's crazy. Yeah, no one's talking about it. Uh, but yeah, to that point on J6 real quick, you know, that there's not going to be a, like a J6 for UFO community. You're you're 100% right on that. Like it's just it doesn't have I mean, that I hope I'm right, speed. right? I mean, yeah. I hope so. I mean, I don't want anything bad happen. I don't want people to get hurt obviously yeah. about the topic, but I just don't see it. Yeah. You know. And they're not going to storm I, the capital over this, right? The closest it came is remember when they were going to storm Area 51 or whatever a couple yeah. years ago whenever that was. Yeah. Um, but that wouldn't even the right place to storm, right? The place you want to storm <laughs> is Lockheed Martin's facilities, right? And um, and, and get the, the secrets out of them because they're the ones right. who have this stuff, right? That's how they're protecting it from FOIA requests. Um, even Hal Pudoff said, like, that's how why they set it up that way so that they would be protected from FOIA requests. It's not just them. It's the managers of the information. Like, that's the thing is people get into the intelligence services and they're thinking, it's the CIA. It's not. It's Booz Allen Hamilton contracted through the CIA that contracts the intelligence wing of whoever else is out there to do a, you know, combined operation. And they're going to put like it's it's so much more third party. It's so much more outside of direct chain of command. People are like I'm going to FOIA. You're never going to FOIA anything worthwhile. That will never happen. It is that is masturbation with no payoff, with no finish. All right. You're just stroking for fiction and pinching the end. Like these, and I've put in a bunch of FOIAs, right? And that's what I've learned is that they're yeah, never going to give you any information that's damaging. And this actually makes me question people like John Greenwald, who's apparently put in 10,000 FOIA requests. I don't trust them at all. Anyone who's got a buddy-buddy relationship with Susan Goh and these Pentagon officials, 
it, they've got to be getting fed information. They got to be getting told this is what we want to disclose via FOIA because every time I put a FOIA in, they can bullshit it. They can delay it forever. They can exempt it under any exemption they want. Like mm -hmm. you're not getting anything that's damaging out there. What they're giving you is what they want you to be able to know, Correct. right? The best thing anyone could do if someone was doing real reporting is go to the places where the smart people work in the towns that they live in, start making friends and try and get some inside baseball. You know, they'll never come on and talk about it. They're not going to do that, but they might that, tell that's you. That's how you get disappeared things. though. Nah, nah, I've been doing it for years. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know if you want to say that on an open public on an open podcast. Believe me, believe me, it's already known. <laughs> I just feel like any really advanced technology that we had, why would you even test it or deal with it and develop it domestically at all? Why wouldn't you just get an island and go out somewhere and deal with it that way, out of the eyes of everybody's cell phone, out of the eyes of all the public? Why do it here? That's we literally have... what Malcolm Bendel's doing. Do you know that? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. He's no. been doing that for seven years. So look into the thunderstorm generator because. Uh, Malcolm Bendel supposedly created this engine that um, not only does it produce like no exhaust, but it uses the exhaust and puts it back into the system and creates these plasmoids, which then make the engine even more efficient, which, you know, seems like basically magic. You know, you imagine your car takes no, exa no, no exhaust and is even more efficient from a fuel perspective. And they've been pub uh, pumping this thing back into the, the grids and they've been testing it. He's been on an island in the Maldives for seven years doing this. Like he did the literal thing you're talking about. Rogan pulled his episode because, and I talked to somebody who was in the know who was there. And apparently it was like, they got in an argument, uh, you know, it got a little bit heated. And then the producer, I think his name is Jamie Vernon. Uh, this, this producer guy of Rogan's, I, I'm, I'm definitely never going to get to go on the podcast after this, but, um, I think he's got Reddit brain, right? Like he just Googles stuff and then he like thinks he's debunking stuff like that. And this, this is a big disservice to Rogan because I think that Rogan, in, in my opinion, is somebody who should be willing to talk to people who are not saying the same stuff that goes against mainstream beliefs. Um, but apparently he Googled some stuff and then found out that there had been some controversy over some, I don't know if it was some scam or fraud that he was that this guy Malcolm had been accused of and then they decided not to talk about the episode anymore mm -hmm. and that does a big disservice because if that technology is real and from the people I've talked to it is now you've prevented that from getting to the public see that's the position the government will put someone in or get influence over someone someone who's a gatekeeper not over the talent talent's hard to control but the gatekeepers to the talent, the people who they rely on, they're always vulnerable, right? And they're always want a little bit more because when you're next to something that's burning that bright, who's hundreds of millions of dollars, it doesn't matter how much you're getting paid. You know how much you're working and how much you're doing, and you're always going to feel a little less than, right? It's true. That's like, and honestly, that's how you manipulate people, right? And oh, I've learned a lot people. about the whole manipulation side of it as well, where you know, I, I don't think that there is as many people as we think that are being actively controlled, but there are people who are being fed information where they've got to try to determine, am I being fed disinformation, real information? Um, and then, the, you know, it's mm. through intermediaries as well, right? It's relationships that people develop. Yeah. So, you know, talking about the Susan Go thing, or you always wonder, like, where's Jeremy Corbell getting these videos from, right? Especially if they're classified videos, like, the stuff I've been talking about is all publicly available information, but mm -hmm. Jeremy is supposedly getting privileged information. And did you ever approach you know, Jeremy? I, I messaged him a few times. Uh, a couple <laughs> of messages. I don't think I'm going to get a response. <laughs> I showed some of them on, on stream. Um, 
but I don't know. That's the kind of guy I am as well. Like I, I just want things to be out in the open in general. And so I think that a lot of those people, he seems afraid. like someone that would, you two would gel. I don't know why. I just, I just think I could see you. On I think we would do. And think it would be a great show. If JC's out there, man, you know, feel free to hit me up anytime JC. you want. I've got nothing against him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you but the beard, that, the beard gives it to him I guess. that's true that's true he's been yeah. put on a cross lately huh <laughs> and i would hang like, out with him man i would hang out like yeah. Jeremy, yeah. I think he gets a bad rap uh in the in more the people sit there and like rip on people the more people i want to talk the more i want to talk to him yeah. right people tell me he not to talk to alex jones just makes me want to talk to him more you know people say oh jeremy corbell or greer is a grifter just makes me want to talk to him more is honestly. that why you went on lose the other night um, no, I mean, Lou is literally just calling me out. I, I clipped it out, but he's literally calling me out saying I'm too afraid to join. And I'm sitting there like, okay, just send me the link, dude. I'll join any second. Like this idea that I'm afraid to talk to debunkers or anything like that is absurd. I've talked to literally everyone. I've been in spaces everywhere. Like anyone can watch that clip I did with Lou and ask yourself, do I seem like somebody who's afraid of being challenged? Cambion's going to see this and go, oh, he's afraid of speaking to me, though. He's, I think he is saying that. He's like, I, he made this post that I saw. I only saw it because uh, somebody else had replied. I'm getting tagged and all this stuff. But saying how he's going to repost the video or something like every day for the next 30 days. That. I'm like, this is so unhinged. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. Like, OK, I guess maybe I'll have to, uh, to you know um pick up on that debate but it all it, you know you guys have seen it always devolves into the same crap where they're just talking over you they don't really want to hear what you have to say or whatever but yeah whatever well, maybe i'll do it it doesn't have to you know you just conduct it with uh this is these are the facts these are what i'm going to go through and when they start getting you know hyperbolic it's like hey let's calm down and have a conversation like adults that'll calm things down or tell them to calm down people always calm down when you tell them you should calm down not women. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't know about that. You can't tell my wife to calm down, Dave. She's gonna go off. You know. You just gotta say it the right way. <laughs> you, you should just right next way. time one of them invites you. You should just go on the show and just say exactly what Dave just said there. You should calm down, then just leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but we've been cool. going hour and forty, and I know Ollie likes to get up early in the morning. And this was oh, some crazy fine. shit, fellas. Good show. It was fun. This was some crazy shit. Uh, if you're guys, me. Yeah, man. Hey, hey, Ashton, hang out for a second after the show. Uh, so, because I know you, you disappear too damn quick. But, uh, Ollie, it's on you, man. I'll hit it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe, people. And I'll tell you something. Do we still, are we allowed to still say tweet? Is that still yeah, a good thing? Tweet this yeah. shit out, people. Tweet it <laughs> out. Tweet it yeah. out. Fucking. DM people with it. Go, just smash it out there and make sure you check out all the links in the description, people. Check out the merch. Check out the platforms that we're on. Good night, God bless. Mind the bugs, don't bite. This is Alien Addict. I can sit. Hey, it's not going to stop there. This is going to get deeper. Trust me. <laughs> that's, what, that's what she said. <laughs>
I gotta be honest, this shit went wild tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, and also flying saucers definitely do look like nipples. I can finally I get back to my Chipotle. I don't agree. I don't agree. Shout out to I, I think they look like uh, perky buttholes. Don't speak about buttholes. We've got Ashton still there. <laughs> 